Hi, you're listening to the Soul Patterns Podcast. This is operated and owned by me, BJ the Blogger. And the purpose of Soul Patterns is to create a singular place to easily learn self-mastery and healing, regardless of where you are in your journey. The content from this podcast is non-denominational and can be applied to any religion or spiritual practice. All content comes directly from my research and my personal experiences. If you would like to become a supporter of this podcast, you can go directly to my anchor page and donate through there, or you can donate through my cash app, which is dollar sign BJ the blogger. I hope you guys enjoy listening and have a great day. Hello, everybody. I hope everyone is having a wonderful, wonderful week. Um, I've recorded this podcast on Thursday and somehow the uh, audio got deleted. So (laughs) I'm recording this over again and I'm just fingers crossed that we don't have any hiccups again. But I I feel like the reason it needed to get re-recorded was just like, the one that I did was a little boring. So <laughs> I'm going to try to be a little bit more interesting when I record this one. But the topic that we're going to talk about this week is inner child healing and some of the myths around um, inner child work. So I, there are some people that don't necessarily agree with doing inner child work or um, feel like it isn't important or it's not helpful. And I think it's just because a lot of them just really don't understand um, how it works and don't understand who the inner child is. So um, the first thing we're going to do is talk about who the inner child is. Like, what is that? So the inner child is essentially a psychological reality that um, you had as a child and that you still carry with you as an adult. So there are some, you know, parts of you that don't grow with you when um, you experience trauma as a child. So, um, you know, our inner child is really us. It just is that part of ourself that did not uh, grow with us and was hindered in some way um, due to the way that our parents interacted with us. Um, And it is, you know, it accumulates like the things that hurt us, the trauma, our fears, um, and triggers that we have, um, just from, you know, like I said, the way that we interacted with our parents and, um, you know, we're ta- we'll talk about later how the way we were parented ends up, um, coming into our subconscious, but, um, you know, the way that we, as the child interacted with our parents, um, our perspective also, Um, joins our subconscious as well. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But we're really going to talk about the myths surrounding, um, you know, inner child work. The first myth is that you had to have an abusive household or a serious trauma in your uh, childhood in order to need inner child healing. So that is just not true. Our parents were not perfect. Nobody's parents were perfect. So there, everyone has some trauma that they need to heal from. And those traumas can range from feeling like you were bullied, 
feeling like you were singled out or were not paid attention to, um, feeling like you were doubted or, um, you know, people questioned the decisions that you were making. And it can even be when your parents are too overprotective and don't allow for you to have any independence. All of those are different, um, you know, traumas and interactions that impact the way that we interact with other people as adults. So, um, I mean, it could also be like if your parents yelled at you when you were really trying to tell them something or you were really excited to tell them something and, you know, they brushed it off as if it was something that wasn't important. All of those things um, have an influence on us as adults. So everybody could use some inner child work. The second myth around um, inner child work is you have to remember everything that happened to you inside of an, a situation in order to heal. So we all don't know everything that happened in our childhood. What happens is all of the memories that we have as children become our habits, it becomes our perspectives, it becomes our beliefs, it becomes all of these things. It also becomes our inner voice. And so even though we don't have full memory of everything that happened inside of our childhood, or even if you had a, a traumatic thing that happened inside of your childhood and you don't have full memory of what happened, that does not mean that you can't heal from it. You can still take the way that you, you know, interact with the world now and use that as a basis in order for you to jumpstart your healing process. So let's say, for example, you are somebody that you know you are very codependent. You know that you require a lot of touch. You require, um, you know, a lot of reassurance. Sometimes um, it, 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 you require people to reassure you in order for you just to feel kind of confident to do something, um, then that has to do with abandonment issues. And that can, that more than likely stemmed, stemmed from childhood. And even if you don't remember the specific things that happened inside of your childhood, you can still take the time to heal yourself from, um, you know, the things that are going on in your life now that you know probably came um, from the way that you were brought up. So um, that's something that you don't have to have full memory of everything. And the last myth we're going to talk about surrounding inner child work is healing the inner child requires therapy. So again, I want to make sure that I'm responsible enough to tell you guys that I encourage everyone to have therapy and uh, as a part of their self-care um, routine. I think that going to a licensed therapist is definitely healthy, but I don't think it's necessarily required in order to do ch inner child healing work. I think that um, as long as you have the self-awareness and as long as you are interested in understanding the way that your mind works, I think that you can do some of the healing on your own. Um, there's a book that I cannot recommend enough. It's called Getting the Love You Want. And um, he actually created another book with his wife that's called Giving the Love That Heals. And um, these books are basically relationship books, 
but um, the first book is about how your um, the way that you were raised and the way that your inner child is um, at this like the way that your inner child interacts with the world how that has an impact on the way that we choose our partners and the way that we interact inside of our relationships and it, it teaches you how to heal your inner child and use your relationship as an asset inside of your inner child healing so I cannot recommend that book enough like I highlighted probably that book from front to back like that's such a great book and giving the um, the love that heals I'm actually I haven't finished reading that book I started that book but that book teaches you how to um, give love to your child that they don't have to heal from so you know I always see the meme that I want to give my childhood I want to give my child a childhood that they don't have to later heal from I see that meme all the time and that's the truth and it begins with being a conscious parent being very um, consciously parenting your child and not putting words in their mouth and not telling them to be quiet when they want to talk and trying to be understanding of their feelings even when they have really big feelings when you feel like that it's something that's not very serious it's just about being aware of you know the way that you're treating them and being patient um, being a mom now has taught me that I need to be so much more patient with people but I, I need to be more patient with myself I'm allowed to have big feelings and um, you know even if later on I'm like okay that was ridiculous it doesn't matter um, I need to express that in a way that is healthy and then I need to allow myself to measure if that was you know me being dramatic or not later so um, it, it just being a mom and on its own is a healing process in itself like I will say that I can parent my daughter the way that I wanted to be parented and that heals my inner child just from me listening to her and um, paying her attention and spending intentional time with her and I think that that's something that I've had to heal from because you know I didn't feel like I was always listened to and I had abandonment issues and I still am healing from that like anytime my boyfriend leaves the room I'm like where are you going you know what I mean just because I have a fear that he's not gonna come back because that was a fear that I dealt with as a child so um, you know I am still healing from that but you know when I deal with my daughter I always make sure that anytime I'm about to leave the room I always give her a kiss you know what I mean like anytime I leave the room or I come in the room like I acknowledge her presence because like to me that's healing for me um, so yeah those books kind of talk about you know the inner child healing and I think that's another myth that I actually didn't write down but that your inner child healing has to be done alone like you absolutely can engage the relationships that you have with others and use that as a method for you to, to heal your inner child like you can use your romantic relationships and you can use your friendships um, and your relationships with your children the way that you can do that is just by giving the love that you wanted when you were a child and by being vocal when you need reassurance and um, 
when somebody wants to understand like why you are the way that you are being honest with yourself and and even if you feel fully don't understand just say that um this i feel triggered right now and then just figure it out later oh i feel like that's a word that people understand like okay like this is something that you are still dealing with in terms of like healing or trauma or whatever so i'm going to be sensitive to that so sometimes all you have to just say is be like you know what this is really triggering for me so like i just really need you to be sensitive to my needs right now and if it's somebody that loves and care about cares about you then they should um you know do exactly as you say and be sensitive to whatever your needs are so um you know and like i said in the reel that i posted on my instagram you know the relationships that are successful are the ones that you don't use as an excuse for your the your the um, unhealed behavior that you have or um, use them as like the only way that you heal from your childhood wounds like it can be used as a tool but it cannot be your source of healing your source of healing has to come from you being intentional about wanting to heal um, you can't expect a relationship to fix it for you just naturally you have to be self-aware of the things that you need to heal from and how you are going to heal from it um, so you know like I said in the real don't let your relationship be the only source of your healing it can be an asset but it cannot be the only source or the the reason for your healing yeah I originally had three myths but I, I actually think there's four and um you know, I really hope that this was helpful. I talk a lot about um, inner child healing inside of my um, higher self course. I think inner child healing is is really important because your inner child is directly in engaged with your feminine energy, and it also is directly engaged with your your intuition. Um, you know, feminine energy and childlike energy are very close um, closely related, which you know from a biological standpoint makes sense because you know the woman is carrying the child for nine months and even when the child comes out the child is stuck to you like white on rice <laughs> like um even when the child grows up like most people are very very connected to their mothers and there's a reason for that like that energy is very very connected and um so healing your inner child if that's something that needs to be done after you do that it will naturally start to heal your feminine um, your feminine energy and then you'll start to be able to be to tap more into your intuition and your creativity naturally okay guys so that's all i have to talk about that um please don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast leave a comment if you can um, you can check out my website bjtheblogger.com um, my books are open for one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions if you're interested um, my coaching program hasn't launched yet but it should be launching within the next four to six weeks so you guys will have that as an option later on too but you can check out my website um, again bjtheblogger.com if you want to see like some of my blogs or whatever um, if you want to follow me on social media it is at bjtheblogger on um, instagram and on twitter all right so i will talk to you guys again next time bye